0: All right, well, hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Scott Letty. I'm here with Stacy Sublett, and we're going to be uh, just kind of having some conversation and some reaction from Pastor Dan's most recent uh, video talking about the current reality of the church. So, Stacy, after kind of having watched that video from uh, Pastor Dan, was there any specific point that he made that stood out to you?
1: I don't think there was anything, any one thing in particular, but hearing him kind of recap the places that he sees God at work and that we see God at work. It was really encouraging. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know about you, but sometimes it, it's easy for me to, in, in thinking about the big picture and where we want to go and how long we've been trying to move in this direction, sometimes it's easy for me to lose sight of the fact that we're making progress, that that we are seeing good things happen. And um, for me, that that can get discouraging when I'm not seeing the the steps forward. Yeah, and I'm just kind of mired in the day to day. Yep. So yeah. it was good to hear him kind of recap. Here are the things that we're seeing. It was it was helpful.
0: Yeah, I think there's something about that. Exactly what you're saying. Getting mired in the day to day that tends to. It very very rarely does it zoom in on the positive, I feel like. When you get mired down in the day-to-day, maybe it's because the word mired carries with it some <laughs> negative connotations, but it's it's almost always like what didn't quite go right, yeah. what could have we done better, how could we have tweaked this, and, and had it been whatever, more effective, more clear, more fruitful. And so, yeah, I think it, it can get to a point where without even realizing it, and certainly not intentionally, you're just kind of zeroing in on the stuff that's not quite going the way you'd like it to go rather than all the good stuff that's happening that's that's uh, really life-giving and, and worth paying some attention to.
1: Yeah yeah and so it is good every once in a while to to be reminded to take a step back and uh you know the old hymn count your blessings just to to kind of fuel the this is what we believe God's called us to do and and here's where we're seeing proof that it's it's happening
0: yeah One of the things that Dan said that I kind of wanted to take a little bit of time on was just this idea of, um, you know, people are being freshly engaged with mission. Jesus is moving. He's the one uh, that's going to build his church. I think one of the things that Dan repeatedly said a couple times at the beginning was, we have Jesus. Right. We have Jesus. We have Jesus. And uh, I, I really like that. And actually... Connected with me, you know, I was thinking of, um, uh, I recently was reading some some of Exodus, and okay. God's getting ready to send Moses to, to go kind of lead Israel into freedom, and Moses has this question of like, well, like kind of like, well, who am I right. to do this? And, and God's answer was, well, I'm going to go with you. Yeah. And then you fast forward to the New Testament, the Great Commission, and one of the very first things, you know, as Jesus is kind of laying out this like, hey, go forth, make disciples, teach them to obey me, and behold... I'm going to be with you. So there seems to be this like like this thread from I mean, Exodus. It's about as you know early on into the, the the story as you can get, all the way to the New Testament, where God's answer of like, how can we do this? Yeah. Is oh, I'm going to be there.
1: Right. Yeah, and that should encourage us to know that He is not only with us big picture, but with us individually, helping us in. In the moment, giving us what we need. Yeah, I think that's one of the, the greatest promises is that, that He is going to give us what we need in the moment to do the things that He calls us to do.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, let me ask you, so in the area, you know, maybe either or, I'll let you pick, uh, in the area of kind of you know, Christ building his church, uh, you know, his power, his His energy, his presence, what's propelling us forward, and and touching on that other topic, that other kind of idea that Dan had as far as there's a, a fresh hunger for mission, yeah. you know, more and more people going on mission, like, you know, either one of those, but where are you kind of seeing some stuff happening in your context?
1: Well, I'm at Penn's Valley. Um, I've been at Calvary for Ever, uh, but the last six months or so have been out at Penn's Valley, and it's been refreshing for me. Dan, Dan's first evidence that we see God at work is the the fact that more and more people are engaging in mission. Yeah, um, and that's what I see at Penn's Valley. I, I had we had a couple over for supper, and we were just kind of talking about the current reality of Penn's Valley. What do we see God doing? And and that was. One of the first things that, that we talked about was the fact that more and more people are picking up what we're putting down. They're engaging in the mission of loving God and loving their neighbors. Yeah. Um and it's less uh less programmatic. Like I mean, there are some structural things that we've tried to do to, to help people engage. But at Penns Valley I'm really seeing it it's more of a lifestyle kind of thing and, and less of a well, what's the next event that we can do to get after the the thing living on mission but it's more of a lifestyle they're they're embracing the principle of loving their neighbors being interruptible praying for their neighbors being involved in the lives of their neighbors and and that's that's what we see
0: yeah i How think about you? i think uh yeah, I think in the context of Harvest Fields, you know, so I'm kind of part-time helping with uh, some of the Gathering pastor stuff, but then also half-time working specifically with uh, Jonathan Weibel and Front Yard Mission. And something that we've been toying with is creating these, we're kind of kind of calling them like Front Yard Mission kits. Yeah. And uh, we've done, I guess we've technically done three. We did two uh, most recently. It was a uh, Christmas cookie decorating kit and a donuts in the driveway kit. And I think between the two of them, we probably gave away close to 200 kits. Yeah. And we, we'd we asked people to sign up, like, hey, let us know, give us your, your name, contact information, because we'd like to follow up and just kind of hear how it went. Is there something we could do better with the kit, make it more accessible, that sort of a thing. And um, so as I was getting people's names, I you know was recognizing that we had a, a fair amount of people who had grabbed the kit? Who we didn't have any record of having done um, something in their neighborhood before. Not to say that they haven't, right? Um, but it definitely felt like these kits were kind of an on-ramp for some people taking what what very well may be some first steps uh, to like moving out in love uh, towards their neighbors, uh, being intentional to try to build some connection. And so I would definitely, you know, as as Dan was kind of talking about that fresh hunger to be on mission. Yeah. You know, that that was the kind of the first thing that popped into my head. And then similar, you know, it's, it's you find that balance of, you know, like, well, you know, we want to create some opportunities and some on-ramps for people to join. But you also want to see it happening organically yep. because this is the life that they're choosing to live. This is the way right. they want to be in their community. And, and I think we are seeing both, and it is really encouraging.
1: So um, follow-up question about the, the kits. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Donuts in the Driveway was back in September. Is yeah, that right? Yeah, in the fall. Yep. Uh, and then the, the cookies were around Christmas. Yep. Um. What, what else do you have planned?
0: So uh, one of the other kits we tried, and this was a little bit more early days, we probably would have refined it, but we did a um, a s'mores kit okay. kind of for the summer. So our idea was maybe try to do one a quarter, yeah. kind of like a seasonal kit, something that would just allow people to, to have an easy way to connect with some neighbors. So we may circle back, do the s'more kit again. Um, and we're, yeah, we're just kind of talking through because part of it is, you know what will people actually get excited to do and follow through and do and and what's I mean frankly, you know those kits, depending on you can make them fairly extravagant and not very sustainable yeah. as far as the dollars go, but the main thing is just kind of how can we create on ramps uh, for people I, to... I think
1: it's really helpful yeah for, for people who are saying i I want to I, I want to do something I don't know what to do or how to do. I yeah. think those kits are really helpful. Um, I know we did both of those kits and um and had a, a number of people in in our the Penns Valley church jump on board and, yeah. and do them as well
0: yeah and I've been, i 've been like i said we 've been following up with the people that took the kits and been hearing a lot of really neat stories of of uh, people kind of like you know wading into it, not really having any idea what to expect because at least in in the time period that they 've been in that community. Not really having anything like this have, have happened like there there have been no block parties there 's been no one person in kind of yeah. inviting everybody over, and so they do it kind of hoping like, well, I hope somebody shows up yeah. you know and i don 't go home with two dozen donuts. And uh, really, having some really neat stories of people being like surprisingly blessed, yeah. and, and I think that's the most common thread is is just uh, everybody who came and everybody who's hosted one, uh, everybody enjoys themselves, yeah. and, it, and it really does create some avenues for conversation, relationship, and and missional living yeah. within the context of your neighborhood, which is which is a big win.
1: Well, and and when they get a taste of oh, this is how it works, my hope your I know it's your hope too yeah. that they'll be able to transfer translate that into okay we don't need a kit right to do this again or to yeah. do something like or this. or wait for the next kit right yeah I mean I'm sure that there are people who are waiting for the next kit to come out but yeah. but I know that more and more people our hope is that more and more people are just gonna say okay we can do this now so let's let's have some people over and and engage in those conversations yeah um, yeah
0: it's exciting I think the, the momentum is going to continue to build. Well, let me ask you one other question. Okay. Uh, something else Dan had kind of touched on in the context of the video was just—it uh, was actually kind of his assignment to everybody who watched. You know, he always gives us, like, one thing to do. And so his ask was to ponder where you see God at work in and around Calvary. And so just kind of, you know, whether it's you know specifically in the t- context of uh, Penns Valley or, you know, Calvary more at large, where, where are you seeing uh, God at work, God moving, God building his church?
1: Yeah, I, I think that for me— and And for a lot of the people that I'm talking to the the shift from church is what happens in the building on Sunday morning to church is who we are it's our identity, and when Jesus says he's going to build his church, he's talking about building a people who are following him, engaged in what matters to him right from that's the biggest uh the biggest thing that i see like trying to trying to to get our heads around what is it going to look like next year 5 years down the road as we see jesus building his church multiplying disciples who are trying to multiply disciples what what's that going to look like and how do we how do we live into that and how do we structure so that that's the most important thing that we're doing. Yeah. That for me that's I'm having more of those conversations than I've ever had before.
0: Yeah, and, and I think I've I've been guilty of kind of falling into the 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 train of thought where it's like you know God, you know, building his church, Christ building his church. And usually that kind of automatically falls into the context of like, oh, people are giving their lives to Christ at a Sunday morning service. Right. You know, or there's more people showing up for a Sunday morning service, and it's, you know, you walk in the room, it's more filled, or three people raise their hand, or, you know, whatever. But it doesn't often go, like, automatically go into the context of like neighborhoods. Right. Of like, you know, Christ is building his church because, you know... You know, Bill has been faithfully praying for his neighbors for the last six months, and he just all of a sudden had an opportunity to have kind of a gospel conversation, and, and somebody ended up giving their lives to Christ. And then you hear about it maybe on a Sunday morning, but it's not happening in the building. It's happening in the community. It's happening in the neighborhoods. Right. And I do think, you know, you know, even based on kind of what we're talking about and what we're hoping to see, that's, that's both what we feel like God is wanting to do. It's the direction that he's calling us to move in, but it's also where we are seeing some momentum. We're seeing some relationships being built. We're seeing people leaning more intentionally into into community, into their neighborhoods, into building relationships that way, and so I'm, I'm really excited to see uh, where that continues to go.
1: Yeah, I am too. In, in Penns Valley, there are a number of other congregations not connected to Calvary who are using the same language, talking about Front yard mission, living yeah. on mission, being the church without walls, and 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 we're praying together. The the leaders of those other congregations, uh, we're we're talking about what we can do to collaborate and work together to see more of that happen. Yeah, and that's that's exciting.
0: Yeah, especially yeah, when you when you have multiple churches kind of coming together with the same heart. Yeah. You know, yeah, God will bless that. Well, how about you, uh, you mind uh, maybe just taking a few minutes and kind of praying us out?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Father, thank you for what we see you doing. I, I am uh, glad that we have the opportunity to to look back and to reflect on where we see you at work. Um, seeds have been planted, and uh, we're trusting you to to make those seeds grow. We want to see your kingdom come. We want to see what matters to you matter more to us and to your people. Jesus, we trust you to build your church. So we're going to keep leaning into that. We want to be obedient. We want to be faithful. We want to be hopeful. We want to see with with eyes that are expecting you to be at work. So would you help us to continue to to nudge each other in that direction? Um, And would you keep bringing fruit for the kingdom, we love you and thank you for all that we see you doing, and even the things that that we don't see. But we're confident that you're at work, and we give you thanks in Jesus' name, Amen.
0: Amen.